Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again for episode two of Love Island season one. Episode two, and it looks like we're the only daft buggers doing this, Chris. <laughs> all, of, all of the other podcasts don't seem to be being bothered, but uh, I don't know, it's good fun, isn't it, going episode by episode. So where do you want to start today? Uh, well, there's quite a few things in this second episode, Dave, but I just want to talk about what the basically the couple that dominated the first episode, and that's Erin and Eden, because i tell you what, Dave... Erin will rip your balls off if you do her wrong. <laughs> I am telling you, she is one scary young lady. She is, she is. But um, again, I kind of, I, it'd be interesting. I, I mean, Eden didn't have too much camera time tonight, did he? But I can imagine those two being a power couple, but absolutely, you know, there is no way it's going to be a monogamous relationship. You know, so Eden's going to quite happily like chat to other people and stuff, and and Erin's just going to get wound up and uh, probably doing things to your toothbrush and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about Dave. <laughs> no, so yeah, she's not happy, is she? And and. and Definitely, we saw when uh, when Kim walked in. You know, Eden had eyes for her. He said, uh, "You know, fuck me dead" or something like that. You know, he was saying to the lads when she walked in. But um, I mean, what, what do you make of those two? Well, th- those three, I guess. Like Eden, Erin, and Kim. Well, you know, we like a bit of drama, Dave, and it wouldn't be Love Island and the, and the proper, uh, you know, the nosy neighbour that I am looking over for the drama and looking over the fence like a meerkat was when she turned around to, uh, I think it was Millie, and she went, well, she's an hairdresser, I'm a nurse, I've got a real career. And I was like, oh, <laughs> get them nails out. Yeah, got clothes. <laughs> yeah, she's proper being a bitch there. But I love all that, and she, she really is insecure about it. And they've not been together long, and the fact that, uh, Eden was talking to Kim and he got a little bit of touchy-feely later on. I think it was Kim, Josh and Eden together. Um, and he wasn't doing anything wrong, but he obviously he sees something there. He mentions about her because he's not with Erin as such. They are together, but they're not like, you know, the usual bollocks. Uh, you know, what, you mean two days girl. in? They're not, you know, not, ready well, they're for not wedding married, bells. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, she's a goddamn at the ball, Dave, and she will definitely uh, stand by a man by the looks of it. It's interesting to see such an intense... And Sam said that to me. You know, obviously, we've got the hindsight watching. She turns to me, she went, how intense is their relationship? So it's funny because Dave said that straight away, and you don't know anything about this series. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's the yeah. fact that straight off the bat, you're thinking, wow, that is just... It just looks like a recipe for disaster to me. It will be. <laughs> you know, they absolutely will. Eden's going to have a wandering eye, um, and Erin will uh, rip his balls off. <laughs> that is my prediction for this series. <laughs> yeah, what, what, exactly. What about the others? I mean, what, what about Kim? Because she went on a couple of dates, didn't she, with uh, Josh and Charlie? Yeah, she did, to be fair. It went quite well with Charlie, I thought. He seemed to come out of himself. Obviously, he was with Natasha, and that just fell literally as soon as he coupled up. It was the worst coupling we've ever seen to be honest Dave since um Jordan bought a new bra and tried to make it fit but anyway that's a terrible joke <laughs> terrible rubbish joke. Man. rubbish <laughs> terrible oh, terrible joke. it's gonna take yeah, us a while to get warmed up, up in this series isn't it yeah that was that was <laughs> terrible I can only apologize for how shit that was but anyway uh yeah he seemed to go okay I mean like you said yesterday about Josh you know he seems like a nice guy but he's competing in some respects we say this all the time about Love Island he's competing with that one percent isn't he 
yeah. you know, they're all like good looking people from their own perspectives, the way that they are. They all got like uh, dynamite bodies, men and women. They're all uh, good looking. If you saw them in a bar or a club or whatever, or, or out shopping, you'd be like, oh, that's a good looking guy or it's a good looking girl. So he's fighting something there. And I don't know whether he's got the chat. However, Kim did actually pick uh, Josh, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Josh, he looks like he's got a film of plastic for me. He does look like a proper Ken doll, doesn't he? <laughs> you know? yeah, Probably yeah, the one off, uh, off Toy Story. he does i'm sure if he did something different with his hair he he wouldn't quite look like ken but he definitely bloody does and i I don't know i was a bit surprised because i mean charlie was saying that um you know she was looking at so kim was looking at uh grant you know as grant was walking around kim was eyeing him up apparently so you know and you can see grant's heads turning and and we'll get probably get on to grant and, uh, you know, how much his head does turn a bit later. But I'd, I think Kim might be a bit of a people pleaser, Chris, because she, I mean, Josh, when he came back from the day, was in no doubt, you know, she's going to recouple with me. you know. And then Charlie comes back pretty much thinking the same. And then they both speak to each other. And it's like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you reckon? Because it, it just seems like she wants to... She's saying slightly different things to everyone, you know, to to keep them pleased. Yeah, and the one thing that did keep most of the viewers pleased, Dave, is the way that she was walking around in the fong there. She was giving no shits that next morning. She knew exactly (laughs) what she was doing. I was thinking, I don't remember it being as, you know... it's so upfront as that. But yeah, she she was having none of it, Dave. She was just strutting her stuff. So I think think the thing with her is... She, she's only come in literally on the, the first day, really. It's the first episode for us, but it's probably the first day in it, later on in the day or whatever it is. Well, they, they'd slept. They'd had a couple of nights, hadn't they? I, from what I can tell, Kim's come in on the second evening. Right, okay. So so she's come in the second evening. So she's not exactly, you know, an absolute stranger, but just by default, she's going to be the one that all the eyes are on. The girls are obviously dubious of her. Is she, is she genuine? Is she just going to come in and cause a load of shit? I think she's coming quite... I think you're right. She's coming with a bottle of champagne. Quite respectable to the girls. She didn't just go straight to the guys. She spoke to the girls. Then she got with the guys. And they were saying that because even when everyone was being... Uh, and Taylor were being a bit bitchy. You know, Millie had said that, as I said yesterday. But, yeah... I, I'm not sure. I, I, what I would say, Dave, I'm not seeing much of a personality from her. No, you know, she's no. absolutely stunning-looking girl. I'm not saying she she dingy or anything, but at the moment she's not. Uh, she's sort of within herself, I think, slightly. So I don't know how that plays out. Well, she said herself, didn't she, that she doesn't know how to speak to boys. You know, so she she sort of does. She, I think she knows she doesn't have much chat. But yeah, I don't know, Chris. I I, I think she's probably got by okay without it. And I think yeah. that's why she doesn't need to develop it. No, and you're probably right, Dave. You're probably right. And and I tell you what, though. I mean, I you know I called out Erin there, saying she's a bit of a, a, a American psycho sort of thing when it comes to Eden. But uh, Cassidy and Grant, that is ridiculous. I mean, that that's even worse than Erin and Eden. I think. I mean, it was a bit of action. I honestly thought that they'd slept together there. I genuinely did. It looked like they had, but either way, there was a, definitely a bit of action going on. And obviously she was totally remorseful the next day. Yeah. And I don't know, it kind of, from the footage, it looked like that. But then when they were talking, it sounded like a bit less than that. 
Um, I'm sure Cassidy said like they didn't have sex, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> there was definitely yeah. something. Uh, there was more than a, a bit of heavy petting, Chris. So, um, but she, you know, she's remorseful, and I think honestly, rightly so, because I I think she probably thinks there's a genuine connection there, whereas I think Grant just is just up for a bit fun. Yeah, I do as well. I, I uh, genuinely do because straight away, obviously, when he sort of they'd had this liaison together, so as, as such, the next day he was sort of he was on the hunt for someone else, wasn't he? You know, and Taylor sort of came into his his wheelhouse and he was picking her up. There was a bit of chat there, wasn't there? And they were dead flirty. And Taylor was even said it on the VT that you know if you pick someone else, you may have a chance and all that. Yeah, didn't realise that Justin was sat about six feet away, who she was supposed to be teamed up with, and he heard fucking everything. And the next minute, Justin's fucking crying and he's budgie smuggler. So yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> it was classic Love Island, but for all the fucking wrong reasons, pissing myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Justin then he's he's sort of making a play for Kim, isn't he? Because he kind of yeah. puts all his cards on the table with Taylor. I I don't know what to make of that Taylor, to be honest, Chris, because, you know, she doesn't give a fuck about Josh. But then when Josh got picked for a date to go with Kim, it's like, oh, he didn't even come and say goodbye or anything. It's like, <laughs> you pretty yeah. much told him you don't give a shit. Fucking hell, Chris. I don't get women sometimes. So it's like, you know, you can't be together. So, you know, but but you should come and say goodbye before you go on your date. It, it just seems a bit odd to me. Yeah, it does, to be fair. And, you know, Grant was playing a stormer there, Dave, wasn't he? It was a typical textbook Love Island heel turn, complete <laughs> 180, completely like one day he's all within one hour, he's, he's all into one girl. The next minute, he's into another. It's yeah, just... Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, Dave, allegedly. <laughs> but you know what, Chris? It, it's so refreshing, isn't it? And I know we could just Google and find out what the results were, but but stepping through it in this way and then speculating about what's going to happen and then, and then completely being thrown a loop, you know, the next episode. This is what's great about Love Island. We said about Single Town, didn't we, that, you know from the first episode everyone pretty much carried along that trajectory and but then a few of them did make a little bit of a change but over 15 episodes there just wasn't that much variety and not much kind of uh drama between the the different couples and so this is this is why i love love island yeah and, and i think you're right and, and also if you look slightly with single time which to be fair and we both said it. I'm not just saying it. It was a slow burner, but I did enjoy it. And if a second series comes on, I'll be all over it. I genuinely will. I'm hoping that they filmed it before the pandemic, Dave, and we've, they've got some of the sleeve ITV. I genuinely do because it was quite. But the, the the thing you've got with Love Island is though they all live together twenty four seven. Whereas in Single Town, obviously they were separated from the partners. You've got a core of like five or six in one apartment, yeah. and they were going on dates sporadically, weren't they? So yeah. some of them might not be going on a date for a couple of days. So I think you're right and there isn't the drama it became like normal life for them as such when they were there for like a month but you're right with love island they're just a bunch of shallow bastards and i yeah. fucking love it they are i mean <laughs> the intenseness of it is fucking great it's ridiculous that we get dragged into these like fake relationships or anything there's only in this well obviously you've got the aussie one the american one i know there's like a german and swedish one day but i can't find them anywhere uh, online and it, it's it's obviously there'd be fucking subtitles which would be pointless but also what i find is that 
I would say there's probably one or two couples who in the whole time of Love Island have ever stayed together. I think Camilla from season three or season four of the UK one, she's just had a baby with a guy she got with on the show at the end um, and they've stayed together. But other than that, the ones on the first series of the UK one, they had a baby, they've split up now. There's nobody else together, but it doesn't fucking matter. For while it's on my screen, I'm completely invested in this <laughs> bullshit. I really am. Well, you got Tommy and Molly, haven't you, from season five in, in the UK? Yes, sorry, yeah. So, you know, they, yeah. they're still going strong, it seems. Mm. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, Fuck the longevity of it, you know. <laughs> it's all about the drama while they're in the house, fucking uh, backstabbing each other and, and throwing each other other under the bus. Now, I guess, Chris, what I want to do is kind of ask you if you've got any predictions, but because you've fucking seen it already, it's no good, is it? So, yeah, let's reverse that, Dave. Have you got any predictions, yeah. Dave? <laughs> so, so obviously, Taylor is on her own now. I don't see. I don't see that she's really got much of a personality, Chris. I mean, you know, Justin had made a play for her. She'd sort of friend-zoned Josh straight off the bat, and that's obviously not worked out very well. If she went after Eden, you know, she's basically going to have Erin after her. So I yeah. don't quite know what... If, if it's going to be, if she doesn't couple up, then a girl leaves the villa. I think she might be fucked early doors. but. Of course, they might just throw in two boys, might they? So, you know, I, I just don't know. I can't see, unless she makes a tactical coupling up with someone like Charlie. Because, you know, Natasha's made it clear she's not interested in Charlie. So, if he got the pick next time uh, on who he's going to couple up with, then he'd be daft to pick Natasha because he knows that's a closed door. So, I think if she was tactical about it, she might go after Charlie. She could do. She could do. And I think as well, Dave, you see the friendship start to blossom, don't you, over Love Island? Like the guys, the girls. And honestly, like I say, I'm not going to ruin it or anything because it's quite interesting. You were so right what you said. I've forgotten so much. The, the, the main talking points I remember of certain characters who were there pretty much to the end or at the end. But there's loads of characters that I genuinely forgot. You know, like, I was like, oh, right, yeah, I remember him. But I didn't. And then I'm like, well, what happens with them? So I, I'm not completely 100% um, remembering all of it. I just know the outcome and some of the things, that, especially some of the big things that happened within the season. So it's quite good for me to go back. And Sam said the same. She said, we were decorating when we watched most of this, which we yeah. were. We decorated a room and like these 30 episodes. I'm not joking. We must have, it's a big room, our bedroom. And we must have watched about 10 to 12 episodes, the first 10 to 12 while we decorated it in one day. So it was, it was just there in the background. So there'd be loads of stuff we've missed. Yeah. But I just love it. I, I genuinely stick by what I said. It's definitely up there as one of the best series of Love Island. This. Yeah. No, I can see already. And especially, you know, like say, characters like, Eden and Erin stand out because the second season of Love Island Australia was a bit bland, wasn't it? You know, and everyone yeah. was fairly diplomatic, whereas you can tell there's a few head the balls in there and they're not going to give a shit. And Grant, you know, what, what was it? She she had a term for him, a bodan or something. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's like a bit of a chav. A bit rough around the edges and stuff. So, I mean, Cassidy kept calling him it. I don't think it's an endearing term but you know she was using it in that way but i tell you what chris i i don't i think 
Grant's going to be a bit of a player, and so I think you know Cassidy's going to find out pretty soon that she's not uh, that he's not asked about putting it about. We'll have to <laughs> wait and see, David. <laughs> you can't say, of course. Of course. Uh, so, if you want to get in contact with us, and thanks everyone for tuning in and listening and downloading the last first episode of Love Island Australia and everything that we've produced in lockdown, we love it, me and Dave. You know, anything reality, we're all over it now. So great that in the space of a year, I've converted an absolute hater of reality TV to someone who watches that over anything else. I'm even getting in, I'm even struggling now to get Dave to watch movies that we review on our own <laughs> yeah. podcast because he's watching that many things. I keep suggesting stuff. He's like, no, no, I'm watching this. I'm watching this. some great stuff on Netflix. No, no, I'm watching this. Like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> but um, there is actually, Dave, you watch that Married at First Sight. I've just seen the Married at First Sight Australia being advertised as well on the UK TV. I think that's going to be ITV too soon. Oh, right. That, I, that was good, Chris. That was yeah. really good. Again, plenty yeah. of drama, slightly different format to uh, to Love Island. Um, I can't remember which season it was. I saw it, it was the latest one that I saw. Um, so it'd be interesting what's what's what they're going to show and and well, depending on the timing, uh, we could could always do that if they're going to reshow mm-hmm. that again in the in the UK like week by week. Yeah, that'd be interesting. We could definitely throw it out there. But uh, if you've got any suggestions, guys, as always at cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at cdrealitycast. And Dave, brilliant. Get the emails in, everybody. Me and Dave just love chatting about this. And if you get time, drop us a review on the show and your podcast catching up. So Dave, brilliant, mate. Thank you very much. Season uh, season three, episode three to follow. Uh, and I cannot wait. It's, it's going to be fireworks. Uh, you can tell already, uh, also with the foresight that you've seen it before, I remember you going on about it and trying to get me to watch this season. <laughs> and so, But you, you can tell. And, and normally I say it takes me about three or four episodes to really get in, understand the characters, and, and then get fully bought in. But I'm bought into this one straight off the bat, Chris. It's absolutely brilliant. Put it this way, Dave. I'm like that person that you tell a secret to and I'm literally holding my fucking fist in my mouth because there's so much I want to talk about in this series and I can't and I just want it to unravel. So in some respects, I want to fucking watch about five episodes at a time so we can just talk about it, but you're going to love it, honestly. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, I'll speak to you tomorrow night, mate. Um, We'll cover episode three. Yeah, take care, mate. Bye. Bye now.